Here's what happened last time on Incredible Critics. Yeah, I, th- I uh, put the different pieces of my life together, and I realized that uh, Frankie is on a cruise this week in the Caribbean. My parents are on a cruise this week in the Caribbean, and my grandmother is on a cruise this week in the Caribbean. Now, my I know my parents, Separately? I know my parents and my grandmother are on two different cruises, but one of them could be on Frankie's cruise. But one of them could be on Frankie's, and I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping Frankie breaks out that speedo during the belly flop contest. Geronimo! And my parents are watching, and all of a sudden they just look up and they're like, Wait, like oh that, no. Wasn't that kid in, in Ben's wedding? You'd be like, oh no. You can't unsee that. No, no, <laughs> you definitely can't unsee that. Nope. We are the incredible critics. Incredible, not because we're great, but much like Frankie. And his current choice of wardrobe, our credibility should seriously be questioned. <laughs> I Did you do ben wardrobe Franco. last week? Come on, man. You can't do the same thing two weeks in a row. Yeah, but now there's actual proof. <laughs> now there's actual video <laughs> proof. visual proof. Listen, listen, I am just living the cruise life. All right? I'm, this is how I am now. This is me. Oh, Tank bad. tops, oh, no. sunglasses, oh, no. crazy drink cups. Back by <sighs> unpopular demand. Frankie Fusco. And I'm not saying, I'm not going to say or not say that it is possible that I put suntan lotion on your dad's back while your mom was putting suntan <laughs> lotion on my back on the, on the Lido deck of the Carnival Glory. But uh, it might have happened. It might not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm not even mad. He uh, also did not recognize me because I'm 40 pounds heavier than I was in your wedding. <laughs> so, <laughs> Does that guy eat the guy who was <laughs> in his wedding? Uh, also joining us, Tim Gruber. Hey, Ben. How's it going, man? It's going. So today we're going to be talking about uh, what we've been watching. And then on his cruise, Frankie had a, had some time to rewatch some movies that I loved and that he not so much. And we are going to have a showdown. We'll let Tim be the judge of who wins. That's not fair. It's biased. Well, <laughs> who, biased for who? <laughs> you. I feel like that could go either way. That's true. I guess it's pretty fair. Um, about the movies. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll because they were some of my favorites and some of his least favorites. So, um, we'll get into that. But uh, first, Frankie, how was your cruise? Tell us all about it. It was amazing. I've never been on a cruise before, but um. I'm going to go on many, many more. Like I have goals, life goals. Like I want to be a diamond member. <laughs> 200 plus cruises, 200 diamond. plus days of cruising. Anyway, no, no, it was a lot of fun, man. I've never been on one. I was a little hesitant, uh, but my wife was, it's what she really wanted to do. I wanted to go to Cabo, uh, sit on a beach for seven days and uh, drink margaritas. But she wanted to go on a cruise and go to a bunch of different locations and have everything planned out for us. And uh, it was pretty awesome. I mean, there's I didn't there's first off, there's a casino on board. There's a movie theater that like a big giant movie screen that overlooks the pool on the top deck. And what? yeah, uh, water slides, um, like 20 different hot tubs, all you can eat food all over the place. There was guys burgers, which I had every day for first dinner um, and then nice. late dinner was in the dining room and second uh, desserts. Second, uh, there was unlimited ice cream 24 seven. Right. Just oh, machine. that's the best, right? So it was second and third dessert, just like in Ecuador. So shout out to all of our Ecuador listeners. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it was just it was a really, really good time. We stopped in St. Thomas and San Juan, which is really cool to get to kind of walk around San Juan and see everything that's going on there. And uh, Turks and Caicos and uh, Half Moon Cay, which is like Carnival's private islands. But it nice. was a uh, it was an awesome time. A lot of really cool, met a lot of really cool people and uh, got pretty tan. Soaked up the suns, showed everybody my speedo, and uh, about it. Now, yeah. Frankie, when are you going to tell us about your your ocular uh, retinal damage that you sustained while on the cruise? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, know. if you uh, oh. we we threw the link to the video on our Facebook page. I'm not sure if we'll keep it up or not, but mm-hmm. uh, Frankie's wardrobe right now. At the very least, we will uh, we will be taking a screenshot of this and, and lots of screenshots later. so many yeah screenshots. so many screenshots <laughs> i don't understand what's wrong my wife told you i'm living the cruise life now guys <laughs> it's like <laughs> less than 30 degrees where you're at right now frankie <laughs> so, it's 21 like, degrees where i am right now but you know what in my head it's 89 you are you know you are michael scott coming back from jamaica <laughs> right now you know that right <laughs> i thought about putting the bead in my hair but i didn't have enough hair to do it <laughs> Uh, uh just when you thought it couldn't get any better that uh that definitely that definitely would have made it tim how was your week yeah uh it was awesome it was good um didn't have uh too much snowpocalypse or anything this week nice. so that was great it got warm again in pennsylvania <laughs> right uh so that was a amazing miracle and because now it's cold again but uh you know we uh we're 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 making it through the the winter months, and uh, I had a chance to um, start up a, a game with the girls, um, which is it's called Blossom Tales. It's on the Nintendo Switch, and uh, it's it is a um, it's a unapologetic Legend of Zelda uh, alike. <laughs> that's 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 the only way to describe it. They are straight up going for the original kind of old school legend of Zelda on the super Nintendo and uh, it's awesome. So any, any of our listeners that have a Nintendo switch or that have steam because uh, Blossom tales is out, is out on steam as well. Check it out. It's pretty fun. Pretty fun little game. Very cool. Uh, let's get the show started by talking about what's on. <laughs> Yeah, still not sure how I feel about that, but uh, we're going with it for now. Is, does it say something at the end? Because I don't yeah. hear it. It says what's it on does. in like no, a really is, low growly. Is he burping it? Is he like? I mean, kind of. Okay. You know. I just I disagree with. It. I heard the last two weeks when I was uh, <laughs> listening to the episodes, and I was not a fan. What's on? <laughs> it's very subtle. It's uh, there. It's very low key. Gotcha. Listen, Frankie, you can make one better. Yeah, for, oh, no, I really no, want. I would like, appreciate that. As listen, I'll give it up to Ben. Um, uh, he can make the crappiest theme music in the world and be better than mine. So, <laughs> and I think I'm accomplishing that. Uh, Frankie, you have had plenty of time off to get, watch some movies, film, television. What have you been watching? I have. So, when most people read books on the boat as they're soaking in the sun, I just downloaded a bunch of stuff with Amazon Prime and Netflix. Uh, upgrading my Netflix and Amazon and Amazon Prime so I can do like unlimited downloads, which is pretty awesome. Nice. And two things I watched actually I watched a bunch of stuff, but two things that I loved were on Amazon Prime. 
Goliath and the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Both um, just won Golden Globes. I heard you guys talk a little bit about that last week. Yes. Uh, best Both Best Actor in a Drama, which was uh, Billy Bob Thornton for Goliath. And um, Best Actress in your, uh, what do you guys call it? The bottom five best TV show or something? Yeah, it was right. Music, yeah. yeah. Uh, for the girl in Marvelous Maisel. Um, Goliath, real quick, I'll talk about. It's very, very predictable. Um, it's your typical, like, law you know, drama where the little guys taking on the big law firm and they're doing illegal things to try to make him drop the case. And, you know, it all works out in the end and David beats Goliath. But, uh, it's, it was really cool. There was, it was, um, the character development's pretty awesome. The storyline, the arc is awesome. So it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton does a great job. I mean, he's just an amazing actor, um, who I'm always impressed with. And then the other one, which is my, absolute favorite favorite also both of these definitely not safe for work not safe for children the marvelous mrs mazel is absolutely amazing it was so funny um i'm a huge fan of stand-up comedy and this kind of it this is all about kind of one of the first women the story like basically the first woman like stand-up comic doesn't have a gimmick or or a a shtick uh it was already you know all it had to do was release the pilot and amazon picked it up for two seasons uh, just won a bunch bunch of awards at the Golden Globes. Uh, the main girl, Rachel Broshenhan. I don't really know how to say her last name, and I've never saw anything that she's been in, but she was amazing. Uh, I think Brosnahan. Brosnahan? Sure. And you have seen right. stuff that she's been in because she was in House of Cards. No, I've only ever seen the first season of House of Cards. Oh, that's... Uh, yeah, I don't know if she's in the first season, but um, go on. I hate, I hate House of Cards after the first season. So, which, hey, spoiler, good thing I... Stop watching it because I'm not let down by not I'm, ending. I mean, it's, um, it's they're coming out with another season still, which I think will be oh, really interesting. Were. No, they oh. are. They are. They're anyway, somehow um, writing uh writing him out. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna <laughs> kill him off. Uh, anyway, really, really awesome show. It was really funny. Uh, brief nudity um for a hot second um in the in the show, uh, but that's about it. Besides that, it's really just kind of bad language. Um but it's, it was hysterical and I, I breezed through it. Like I, I was trying to go to sleep early one night and I ended up just staying up and watching like four or five more episodes just so I can finish it. Cause I didn't want to put it down. So both of those, I know you said you hadn't heard of many of the TV shows um, that were nominated and won awards last week. I definitely recommend those two. go out, give them a shot. If you're looking for something to binge watch and enjoy. Very nice. Tim, what have you been watching? Uh, well, I already mentioned Blossom Tales, but um, I've been playing. Uh, I played for a few nights this week. Uh, I finally got on Just Cause 3, which is out on the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. And uh, it's just a fun, crazy sandbox game. You're just kind of this renegade rebel dude running around an island and trying to help liberate it from its uh, like dictatorship or something. Story uh, of my life. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but it's, it's a newer... Um, it's a I love that island life. I think a year ago, maybe a little bit more. That island life, yeah, we know how much you love that, Frankie. Um, but uh, so I've been I've been playing a little bit of that, which is cool. Um, and then I've been going to the gym a lot, and so there's that. So I've been watching whatever captions is on the TV. Oh, it's, the it's not a bad. <laughs> My wife is making fun of me. You sound like it's a bad thing. 
it's a painful thing. It's a good thing that's painful <laughs> later. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's like the captions of what's on the TV while I listen to a podcast <laughs> or while I listen to music or whatever. Nice. Uh, so that's always fun. But uh, that's that's pretty much what's been on here. What about you, Ben? I'm kind of I'm kind of not looking forward to describing what I've been watching. You guys are going to make fun of me because it's so so no, so film. Is that what you're going to uh, say? Well, it's a TV series called Dark. Have either of you had a chance to watch any of Dark? I saw part of the first episode. It was I interesting. I think I've ever heard of it. So the reason why I know you guys are going to give me so much crap for this. Dark is actually it's a Netflix show and it is actually a German show. So it's set in Germany. All of the actors and actresses are German and it's, uh, you know, they speak German and then they've dubbed it into English. Um, but the series is uh, the IMDb summary is a family saga with a supernatural twist set in a German town where the disappearance of two young children exposes the relationships among four families, which is kind of a really poor description for it. It's but like I, a real family. Yeah, no, it's it's mystery. I, re- I enjoy it. I'm I'm on. I still have to watch the last episode. Uh, it's 10 episodes on Netflix. Um but I've enjoyed it so far. If you can get past the fact that it's dubbed and then also get past the fact that it was originally in German and the translators weren't script writers and, you know, they translated it some parts too literally. So it's a little cheesy at times. Um, it's a really interesting show. Uh, I'm curious to see where it goes from here. It's TVMA. So it's a good vid angel watch. Vin angel is not a sponsor um thank you dr pepper but uh (laughs) definitely check it out it's kind of a lot of people compared it to stranger things i don't like that comparison because because one's awesome and one's in german (laughs) hey uh got them uh no it's it's i guess you could say that but it doesn't have any comedic relief like there's no dustin character dustin dusty whatever it is um so it's kind of like a moodier Stranger Things. It's, it's yeah, like you, all you, serious. Yeah, you mentioned to me it's it's a little more like more akin to Lost. Yeah, there's like, a lot of mystery. A lot of mystery, and it's yeah. it's kind of like if Stranger Things and Lost had a love child, kind of like Germany. Banky in Germany. <laughs> in Germany, and uh, yeah. it was just super serious. Had no sense of humor. That would be dark. So mm. if you have a chance. Check out Dark. Like I said, it's a good vintage or watch. Um, next, we are going to talk about two movies. Two movies that are near and dear to my heart. <laughs> that Frankie has had now had a chance to watch twice and still doesn't like it. Now, Frankie, I, w- I would like to clarify. Are you saying that you don't like these movies or that these are bad movies? Because those are two drastically different statements very very true um because you can like you right can okay. dislike well, a movie right i do and not still think acknowledge it's them, a good movie i i no i don't want to say they're bad movies because i don't think i'd put them in that category okay i just hate these movies <laughs> it's not that i don't like i just hate them it's not that they're bad but you hate them 
but I hate them. And I do not think either of them deserve best pitcher. Well, the first one did not win it, and the second one isn't. We haven't gotten there yet. So let's go ahead and start off. The first one won best pitcher in the Oscars. No, it lost to Moonlight. No, Moonlight should have won, and then fake won to uh, La La Land. Flip that, reverse it. Are you sure? Positive. Look it up while we listen Tim, to the trailer. Can you, can you Google this? Two <laughs> options. You either follow my rules or follow my rules. Capiche? Thank you. I can do it a different way. No, that's, that's fine. Thank you very much. course i pick a trailer that has little to no uh, dialogue in it but that's okay the music though i mean come on come on the music the first one we want to talk about is la la land i am a absolutely right it was moonlight that one i confused that thank you (laughs) thank you it's like i know what i'm talking about um times so i don't know frankie do you want to start off by telling us what you dislike about it or do you want me to start with telling saying what i do like about it with this one, let me start off with saying what I do like about it or okay. what I dislike about it. Okay, go um, for it. And what I do like. You know, it starts with do like way shorter. Um, <laughs> I absolutely love Emma Stone. She okay. is amazing in this movie. She's amazing in almost every movie. She saves the movie from being the worst movie ever up there with like Mother and the history of Brian or whatever that crappy movie was um, that came out this year. Um, she can't dance, which is fine. I understand that's part of the gimmick. Uh, it's not supposed to be a perfect musical relay, but she's great. She's quirky. She, her acting's amazing. Um, and everything about her in this movie is pretty much spot on it and a great casting part, I think. Um, okay, got it. That's it. That's all I got for like. Okay. All right. <laughs> Dislikes, go. Dislikes everything else. Um, first off, it's a crappy musical. I lo- now here's the thing. Maybe this is why you like it so much because you hate musicals. I heard you say it last week um, that you're not a big musical fan. I'm not a big musical fan. I love musicals. I'm the type of guy who, in my car, my Spotify has like the Wicked soundtrack and the, you know, Book of Mormon and Hamilton. I've never even seen Hamilton, um, and I know all the words to the songs. That being said, I think. I understand it's different from being a Broadway show to being a movie. That's I was going to say those are all stage plays, which is is interesting. They're stage musicals, right? Um, It's still the same concept, though. And I think that because Broadway has such a high stand, not high standard, but they are producing such great shows that have original storylines, original plots that make and great music writing and music playing and singing and dancing, which is another thing that's horrible about all of La La Land's is that, which we'll get to in a minute, but <clears throat> they, they can do this. So I know it's possible. And all this movie did was one, tell another sad story about how hard it is to be an actor in Hollywood. Like it's just, I hate that part. I hate movies about Hollywood. And this is why it won and was even nominated for so many awards is because it was about the Academy loves movies that talk about how hard it is to be in Hollywood and how hard it is to be an actor and how hard it is to be, to make it in this, in this industry. 
Um, okay, but to be fair, about the industry, it is kind of hard. It is. It's hard because everyone wants to do it because it's easy. It's not hard to go up and act. It's really not. It's hard to go up and do some. There, there are some acting roles. I will say that are, that are probably very difficult to get into. You're not a contractor. Okay, You're not okay. So, so back to the movie though. Back to the movie. <laughs> it is <laughs> the you know the this. First off, I thought it was a total ripoff. I understand you're saying everyone keeps saying you say it, and everyone every review you read about, it, oh, it's such a homage to all the old musicals. No, it's a complete ripoff. I love singing in the rain. I love define the difference between an homage and a ripoff. Right, an homage is something that is. How do you define the difference between homage? How would you define the difference between homage and? Ripoff? I would say okay, so I would say that in. A ripoff is trying to take what somebody's done previously and claim that it's new and claim that it's your own. Well, I think that's exactly what they did with this. No, La La Land is like wearing its heart on its sleeve in that it loves all of those old classical uh, musicals mm-hmm. and it is paying homage to them because... Paying homage to it by... All right, I'd also say the homages are good. Like these do like a horrible... No, 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 no. See, see that's those are two different things. You can mm-hmm. have... You can you can have a bad homage to an old film. It's still an homage. It doesn't whether it's good or not. It doesn't may, mean what it is is incorrect. I think the reason that La La Land won as many awards as it did, and what everyone was talking about when it came out, was that oh, this is such a fresh take. It's a it's a good look back on classic Hollywood, and this is how movies were, and this is great, and and we haven't seen musicals like this in forever, and this is such an original you know, breath of fresh air from all these comic book movies. That are making all this money and winning all these and not winning any of these awards, right? Um, yes, and, and <laughs> you're making my case for me. It's not a fresh take. All all you did was take a bunch of the best movies that were ever made in the nineteen, I don't even know what years, forties, fifties, sixties, and ripped them off. And it's really all you did was just do this dancing in the, the singing no, in the rain no, no, dance, no, no, which no, no, was no, done no. poorly because. Okay. Right. Also, wait, hear me out. I also want to talk about two, a few other things. One. The casting horrendous. Ryan Gosling was horrible. Um, he can't sing. He can't dance. Yeah, the the one line I heard about it that I, I agree with is that John Legend shows that it's easier to take a good musician and teach him how to act than it is to take a actor and teach him how to play music. Which right, I won't even hilarious. get. I won't even get into all the other because these aren't my arguments. But I, you know, I knew there. Were, I remember reading a lot about when it came out about how it was very whitewashed and things like that. His jazz playing, oh my god, was so bad. So bad. I can't. But he was actually playing it. Right. Okay. I mean, that's a feat, right? No. No. Admit that that's a feat. No. He learned that much piano. Fake it. Fake it. If you're gonna get someone play actual jazz in there, I mean, I didn't think it was bad. No, it was horrible. It was horrible. Anyone who knows anything, any even the littlest bit about jazz music, would know that's horrendous jazz music. It was off key. It was wrong. It wasn't like it's a piano. How is it off key? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It was, it was just, it was just stupid. What I would say, on the flip side of that, is yes, like I wholeheartedly agree with the take that it is a fresh and new look because it's people don't make these movies anymore, and Damien Chazelle went after it and decided to make this movie something that you know they don't do anymore. Because yes, they yeah, it, it's paying homage to all those old films, but nobody's trying to make those films anymore. And he did, and that's why it's fresh and it's new. Because in this day and age, 
Nobody's trying to do that. I know a lot of people didn't like Ryan Gosling's performance. I didn't think he was that bad. Um, but you know, fair enough. He wasn't, he wasn't great. I'm fine with that. Um, I thought the soundtrack was brilliant, was great. The opening sequence was phenomenal. Another day, yes. another the day in the sun. Was phenomenal, and the middle was horrible. Uh, and the end was surprising. So what I'm gonna say, because I don't want to give away any spoilers, but Damien Chazelle—it's over a year old. Well, but still, people may not have seen it. No, don't waste your can, time. Don't go see it. Go read it. Borrow the Blu-ray from me. Is there a um, book? Well, no, I'm sure there's some kind of like, you know, this is a book. <laughs> what I want to say is Damien Chazelle knows how to end a freaking movie. Um, he does so both Whiplash and La La Land end in these like seven to 10 minute sequences where there is little to no dialogue and yet so much Which is, is what you want in a movie. Maybe that's what you want. There's so much communicated by the performances of the actors and the way that he storyboards those sequences that it makes for a brilliant ending. That is truly nobody else does that. Nobody else does movies like that where there's ending your ending crescendo is completely void of dialogue. And I think that's brilliant. So here's what you do guys. You watch the movie, you watch the first 15 minutes and then you stop, go do whatever else you got to do for a good hour and then come back and watch the last 15 minutes. That's if you want to watch all Land, that's what you do. And honestly, you can figure out what happened in the middle by watching the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes. Cause it's really not any kind of original story. Question Frankie. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the best original song of last year's Academy Awards? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember all the songs that are voted for this original song, the last Academy Awards. Frankie, can you admit that the cinematography was outstanding? Oh, outstanding. And both of these movies that we're going to discuss. Because the Academy the also admitted is- that. Is art is outstanding, and I, I, when you watch the movie, you sit there and watch it, and you go, "This is why Ben likes it because the cinematography is awesome." Look yeah, at these, the, the look cinemat- at these touch angles. It's look at these so these good. Those raises. those one shot takes. Though. Look at these one shot takes. <laughs> now, Frankie, did you question honest question? Yeah, yeah. Uh, were both of these movies two award winning movies that the cruise boat decided to play because they're so popular and amazing? <laughs> <laughs> Most probably, but that, in, you know, in my defense, they, they play also on the cruise Cars three and, because of uh, that. Cars three was actually really good. So let's move on to our next topic. If you have any input into this, feel yeah, let free us know to let if you like La, La Land or didn't like La La Lands. Uh, next film, let us know if you're for whitewashing movies or not. Go ahead. <laughs> next film we want to discuss is Dunkirk. The enemy tanks have stopped. Why? Why waste precious tanks when they can pick us off from the air like fish in a barrel? There are 400,000 men on this beach. That is from the trailer for Dunkirk from Christopher Nolan. Uh, Tim, you said it's award winning. Hasn't won that many awards yet. We'll see. Well, we'll it's, see what it's happens. received many nominations, including 
uh, eight at the 23rd Critics' Choice Awards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, Frankie, how do you want to start on this one? Do you want oh, to... Sorry, sorry. The start... uh, trailer put me to sleep just like the movie. My bad. Do you uh, want me to say what I like about this wait. film? Yeah, let's start with you saying what you like about it so I can uh, woo, wake up a little bit. Go ahead. Okay, so the first thing, and this is going to be all spoiler-free because Tim still hasn't seen it. Um, Look, people die. It's a war movie, though, so... No, it's not a war movie, but go ahead. I mean, it's a brilliant war film. Uh, about... Frankie, are you going to tell us that they whitewashed this film too? <laughs> <laughs> they did whitewash this film. So what I loved about this film, you guys already said it, cinematography is brilliant. They shot it in 70 millimeter, which anytime you can see a film in 70 millimeter, go see it in 70 millimeter because it is breathtaking. And yeah. this right from the opening scene just takes your breath away. Um, I think that while the storyline is uh, has very minimal dialogue, which is uh, not typical Christopher Nolan, um, it still tells the story really well. And one of the ways story, one of the ways yeah. that I heard this film described is that you don't finish watching this film, you survive this film because you're immersed in survive this. is a great <laughs> adjective you're hey shut it all right i give you your time god you sorry mine yeah you should be uh, <laughs> because you you're just in this intense battle you're just immersed in what is going on right from the very get-go and then you get to the like, there's no reprieve until you get to the end and I think that's brilliant. I think the way that they ended it was really well done. And it ends on this kind of low note. That's also that that kind of turns and I think is really good. I think the choice to not show a single German soldier until the end really helped to intensify the film. The way that they have the actors act and they're looking off screen builds the world out and the scope of the world out to be even larger than what they've actually filmed. Um, they used all, you know, mostly real effects. They actually, you know, flew the planes and everything. Very few uh, graphics. Yeah, it's beautifully shot, beautiful film. And I thought it was fantastic. Frankie, that's how you go through something like that quickly. Now, your rebuttal. It has no point. The story has absolutely, positively... Tell that to the veterans of Dunkirk. Right? <laughs> what do you Frankie? mean? They there's survived. No, they got no off of the, the beach. Story. There's no... It's not It's not emotionally effective. It's not like... It's not a good movie. It's not funny. It's oh, not emotionally it's effective. It's, it's incredibly boring. It's super boring. It is... And here's the thing, maybe because, like I said, with La La Land, I love musicals and you hate musicals. I don't know how, what your theory, what your your feelings on history are, but I absolutely love history. Uh, more so European history than U.S. history. I um, learning about it and stuff I love like history that. as well. Okay. Um, it's probably the most boring part of the war, the, the whole Dunkirk situation. And then you made a movie on it. And what I hated about it was that it, it just, there's no... Okay, Christopher Nolan, you love him. You you adore this man, and I think he's all right. Um, <laughs> I will say the cinematography once again amazing. Um, everything you said about that is one hundred percent correct. Beautiful film to watch. I almost wish there was no dialogue at all in the film, because then at least would have made more sense. Um, 
all of Christopher Nolan's films have character development. There's no character. This, this story is not really about anybody. No, and that that's one criticism that I understand. I've been it's, working my way through this Aaron Sorkin screenwriting course, and he one of the things that he breaks down is if your script is about a person, then it's a feature film. If it's about a setting, then it's a TV series, which actually makes a lot of sense. And this film definitely situation is about the situation. It's itself, about the situation and not about the characters, and that's very true. It's not a character driven story that drove me absolutely nuts, especially coming from Christopher Nolan film, who is one of the best directors and writers and creators when it comes to character development. And I thought a, you thought he was just meh, Frankie. Yeah, right. He's one of the best now, at that. I think overall he's meh. Get your story straight. <laughs> Listen, Dark Knight, great freaking movie. Unbelievable. You know, everything else. Yeah. Um, Listen, it's just. It was just such a boring movie. It really was. There's no and there's no explanation. You know, typically with any any movie, especially war movies, you kind of get like that. You know, the little blurb in the beginning about what happened or how they got to where they are. No, like, that's just Star Wars. No, <laughs> <laughs> which I will count as a war movie, but. It is. There's no explanation about how the people got there, what what battle happens, why there's history. You don't need. Did you ever hear Dunkirk before this movie? No. Legal. Okay. So you. No. Have I'll be honest. No. Okay. The no. veterans of Dunkirk heard of it, Frankie. <laughs> Way to be insensitive again. Apparently, the veterans of Dunkirk hated it as well. So go ahead. That's not what I read. I read that they said it was very historically accurate, but might have been a little bit more loud than the actual battle. Um. I. I get the appeal of not seeing the enemy. I hated it. I hated not seeing a single German soldier, not seeing where any of the bombs are coming from, not seeing any. First off, the best part of this movie. Um, it, oh, my God. Why am I blanking on his name? Um, Tom, Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Thank you. Thank you. Tom Hardy. Best part of this movie. He's in like four minutes of the whole entire movie. <laughs> That's not true. It's like a minute and a half of screen time. <laughs> and Isn't a third of the time? movie about whatever Tom Hardy's doing? No, it's he's not. He's in so little of the movie. It's ridiculous. It's mostly about this fisherman, which, by the way, there's so many stories about which I, when I read into like reading about Dunkirk after the movie, the first time I watched it, because I once again, I, I knew very little about it other than it was like meaningless. Um, there's a lot of stories about awesome things that happened in Dunkirk, a lot of ships that saved thousands and thousands of soldiers. And instead, Christopher Nolan tells a story about this one guy who like drove his little boat and like sunk it and got another boat and got sunk. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Boats sink in this Dunkirk movie. Frankie. Um, it just, it's, it's just, it's bizarre. It's weird. It was boring. It's a struggle to get through this movie. Wait, so what quick question. So you're saying that he's just, <laughs> eh, who, who's a better director making films right now? <laughs> better than Chris. There's a lot of directors out there. I, I'm asking. Uh, you I would to need name time. I would need time to come up with my top. My top. Okay. No time. No time right now. I will we'll give you till next week to tell me a director oh, no. right now who's making better films than Christopher Nolan. Okay. There you go. You have your assignment for next week. I have my assignment for next week. Oh man. Well, let us know what you think of both Dunkirk and La La Land. Who you think won this rousing debate 
correct answers me uh frankie where can people connect with us guys you can find us on twitter at three critics pod hit us up on facebook hit the like button you get all of our updates facebook.com slash incredible critics don't forget to go on itunes give us a rating uh hit subscribe and uh we'll love you for it until next week we're the incredible critics I'm pretty sure. Seriously, Frank I want you to time like how much Tom Hardy's in that movie. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I think you just don't like homage. Period. Because I remember Christopher Nolan literally set out for this movie to be an homage to like all the old war movies. I do dislike words that aren't pronounced the way they're spelled. When you search Ben Franco on YouTube, <laughs> you get the sick rapper. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> There's uh one of the, his hit songs, Drugs. <laughs> it's just called Drugs. Just called, just all caps, Drugs. I was the first subscriber to the Incredible Critics on YouTube. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh. appreciate your support, Tim. Oh, man. Why are you lagging so much, computer? <laughs> Even it doesn't approve of what you're currently wearing. <laughs> Frankie, you just let me know when you're ready. Oh, I know you're waiting for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> but when are you ready, Frankie? Yeah, w- whenever you're ready. My bad. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I've been ready. I'm sorry. I know you're waiting for me.